You are listening to Ring Chasing Podcast, podcast by Don Garrett. This podcast is about the pregame and postgame thoughts of Sanford Seminole High School football's quest for a state championship. Final three games coming up, and these are the biggest ones of the season. They're all district games, starting off tomorrow night at home against Lake Brantley. After this break, we'll talk a little bit about the game. So last year, Lake Brantley had a 6-5 and five record. Their losses came against Lake Mary, University Orange City. We beat them, and then Apopka beat them, and they lost in the first round of the playoffs against Batram Trail. Lake Brantley this year comes in with a 4-3 and three record, 1-2 and two in the district. Their three losses came from Oviedo, 26-21, Evans 13 to 8, Apopka 20 to 13, and their one win in the district comes against Lake Mary. They won 22 to 21. Looking at some of Lake Brantley's losses, so the Oviedo one, which Oviedo beat them 26 to 21. Oviedo was able to run the ball on uh, Lake Brantley big time. The uh, Oviedo had 206 rushing yards and Three TDs from their running back. So in this game, the big thing Oviedo was able to do was uh, run the ball on Lake Brantley. Also in that one, uh, uh, Lake Brantley had a huge lead going into halftime, 21-6. to And uh, Oviedo was able to stop their offense in the second half. Uh, and they weren't able to score... Again, and Oviedo uh, was able to come from behind and have a 26-21 win. Like Brantley's second loss to Evans was a low-scoring game. So Evans beat them 13-8. to The big thing on that is Evans was able to hold Lake Brantley to 103 yards, and they were also able to get two turnovers. Uh, and the big reason they did that was they kept Braxton Woodson, which is uh, Lake Brantley's quarterback, in check most of the night. It was 8-7 to seven going into the fourth quarter, and then uh, Evans was able to score a touchdown to make it 13 to seven was the final in that one. Thirteen to eight was the final in that one. And then Lake Brantley's other loss that was to Apopka was twenty to thirteen. Was a similar story where uh, Lake Brantley was up thirteen to nothing before Apopka's defense uh, took over, and then they were able to score twenty unanswered points to beat Lake Brantley. Uh, and one of the things that uh, Popka had to overcome was there was two turnovers, a blocked field goal, and then a pick six as well. And then in the second half, Popka's defense stepped up and their offense started to score. So they were able to come back and win 20-13. to 13. So there was a couple games there with Lake Brantley had big leads going into halftime, and uh, they weren't able to save those leads and the teams would come back and win so that's one of the themes i saw in their games and then their lake brantley's 
district win came against Lake Mary, where Lake Mary was winning 21-7, to and then Lake Brantley was able to get a pick six. It was a 50-yard uh, run for the touchdown to make it 21-14, to and then... Uh, Lake Brantley was able to score. Their quarterback was able to get a rushing touchdown, and they got the two-point conversion to win the game. So in that game, Lake Mary had the lead, and Lake Brantley had to uh, come up with the come-from-behind win. So that was their one-district win. So let's talk about some of the players on Lake Brantley. We'll start with the offense. So with the offense, you got to go to their quarterback, Braxton Woodson, who's a dual-threat quarterback and is committed to Navy. This year, he has 255 passing yards and three passing touchdowns. He also leads the team in rushing with 825 yards and 12 touchdowns. Uh, also, he has five 100-yard rushing game, uh, games. Next player is their running back, Landon Parquet, who is second in rushing this year. He has 75 carries for 439 yards and one touchdown. He also has two 100-yard games. Their running back, Taven Hebert, also 385 yards rushing and three touchdowns this year. Another running back, Paco Perales, is a sophomore. He has 232 yards and two touchdowns. Parker is also their leading receiver with uh, 109 yards receiving on the year. Now for the defense, got to talk about the two linebackers who are four-star linebackers, and they're both twins, Andrew Harris and Michael Harris. Andrew Harris had uh, 103 tackles last year, and Michael Harris had 48 tackles last year. They are both four-star commits. Uh, Andrew is the 13th ranked linebacker in this year's class, and Michael Harris is the 19th ranked linebacker in this year's class, both committed to UCF. This year, Michael Harris leads the Lake Brantley team with 75 tackles, and Andrew Harris uh, has 49 tackles this year. Continuing on that defense, Anthony Gray has four and a half sacks this year for Lake Brantley. So that's one of the people to watch out for when it comes to uh, sacking the quarterback. And also Andrew Harris uh, has three sacks this year. In the defensive back, Akimi Carabello has two interceptions. Uh, and also linebacker uh, Andrew Harris has two interceptions. So those are... Both tied for the lead this year for interceptions for Lake Brantley. So those are some of the players to uh, watch for in Lake Brantley tomorrow. Uh, the biggest thing I see as far as keys to the game is Lake Brantley has been a predominantly rushing team this year. Uh, they've only really passed the ball 225 yards with three touchdowns according to their uh, max prep stats. And a uh, majority of their uh games they've been rushing so they have 1,908 uh, rushing yards with 19 touchdowns and they've had nine games where they've went over 100 yards rushing so uh, that's the key to them on paper is they're going to be running most of the time 
what's interesting with that is the majority of the rushing yards came from their quarterback, uh, Braxton, who had 825 rushing yards out of that 9,000, uh, out of that 1,908 yards. So uh, the biggest thing for us to do on defense is we need to stop uh, the dual threat quarterback. He's going to be running most of the time, so we're going to need to make sure we keep him in check and not allow him to run, maybe force him to pass, uh, or at least get him out of the pocket and get him running most of the game. So Popka, one of the big things they did in that second half was they had him on the run, so he couldn't uh, get set on there. He was, they were chasing him most of the night in the second half, uh, so that was a big thing that they did to uh, stop him from his uh, designed runs. So when you talk about Lake Brantley in the past, you could always uh, watch their offense and you know they'd be a triple option team. This year, it looks like in some games they've been uh, doing the triple option, but some also they're uh, just doing options and then they're also sometimes in the spread. So uh, it's not as fluid of a triple option team as they used to be, but uh, you can expect them to run more than uh, they're going to be passing. Also, some of the teams who've uh, slowed down like Brantley, especially in the second half this year, a lot of them were just uh, put a spy on uh, Braxton Woodson, the quarterback. So basically would follow him wherever he goes just to make sure that uh, he wasn't going to get out of the pocket and, and hurt him for a lot of yards. Uh, there's been a lot of games in the first half where he's run for a 95-yard touchdown, a couple of games and an 85-yard touchdown. So some of the teams in the second half to stop him decided to put a spy on him. I think our defense is fast enough that we uh, won't need to do that. But, of course, uh, when... T- these teams when in the second half they needed to stop it that's what they did as far as our keys on offense I think the biggest thing is to stay balanced there were some teams against Lake Brantley that were able to run on them for a lot of yards but there was also teams that their defense especially with the four-star linebackers were able to stop the run uh, so it really depends what they're gonna be, what we're gonna be given tomorrow. Uh, whether we're it's gonna be more passing or more uh, running. So, as always, this is one of the games where we're definitely gonna need the balanced offense and just uh, give uh, what the defense is gonna give us and then take that. So, that's gonna be big key tomorrow. And this is another game where, of course, uh, we want to jump on them real quick and and score quick. Uh, Teams that typically run the ball, they can tend to churn the clock down. I mean, it's not as bad as the single-wing teams that we face that grind through it. This one, at least, is when they're doing the option, uh, not as uh, grinding on the clock. So uh, another thing that we're just going to need to do is make sure we jump on them quick, and I'd like to see a elite belt in the beginning. Uh, like Brantley, they had a couple of their games, they were up big early, and then uh, the team was able to come back on them, but I'd rather not see us do that. I'd rather see us from the get-go be uh, out, out in front. And like I said, these are three big games coming up. The last three going to go Lake Brantley, Lake Mary, and then Apopka. And it's all district games, so these are must-win games. 
they we can't lose these games especially uh since we want to get in the playoffs uh the way that the rankings and the playoffs are and all that it's good to be the district champion uh the biggest thing we see in the playoffs rankings this year as far as using the max preps which is different than last year is uh strength of schedule really doesn't mean too much so that's why you see teams that uh going uh six and oh and uh they're up in front of the rankings uh that even though they've played really nobody so that's a big thing this year that's different so uh these are big games where we must have a win so that's all i have for the pregame thanks everyone for listening and please share Thank you.